What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Chats with Bodie. <laughs> this week's episode, we are featuring special guests, Isaac Davison and Lewis Meldrum. Let's go. Guys, thanks for tuning in and taking the time. Thanks for uh, having us. Right now, today, we're actually set up at Perform HQ. Uh, if you can see in the background when you're watching the video, uh, for the listeners on Spotify, Apple Music, you won't be seeing it but Isaac is the founder and owner of Perform HQ one of the best high performance gyms in Perth basically I just got the boys in to talk about themselves and how the journey all started so we'll start off with Isaac. Thanks for having me man it's been a pretty crazy long journey um, but it actually kind of started so I moved over to WA three years ago I think it was now yeah um, from Queensland and then when I moved over I played rugby from like when I was five through to like 18 or something. Yeah. Stopped for a couple of years and then missed it, like missed a lot, like wanted to get back into it. Met a mentor, who met someone who actually actually becoming a mentor at the time and he got me a role at Rugby WA. Yes, yeah, Um, And through the Western Force. A long story short, kind of started there, built a brand called Rugby SC, yeah, cool. Rugby Strength and Conditioning, and started to build out. Then I started to realise like the potential that this could have and from everything I've built up in the early years from there. And it was crazy, actually, I think 12 months, I think it was like 11 months before this opened, I went out and bought the business name Perform HQ. Yes, so trademarked it, yeah. Yeah, literally. So I had no idea how it was going to happen. I didn't know if I was ever going to open a gym or anything like that, but I I just had a feeling something was going to happen. Bought the name. um, And then, yeah, fast forward 11 months later, started doing some S&C for uh, UWA Rugby Club and then had a successful off-season. And then the coaches hit me up about this was last year in July um, and hit me up and said hey we want you to have your own gym yes, and I was yeah. like I, I have no clue how to run a gym I would not know what to do like been, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. could not back myself at all and had to chat with my mentor who's the coach there now and I said to him I was like do you reckon I can do this and it was because the deadline was 12 weeks yes yeah. so I had to build this in 12 weeks and I was like yeah and I was like do you reckon, do you reckon I can do, do this? this and he's like if you don't do this you're an idiot and I was like that's that's why I was my mentor. Like that's exactly why I was like, all right, sweet. And then yeah, it was just a hectic ride. Just I literally that twelve weeks was like the most sleepless, stressful. Like, but loved the entire process. Yeah, it's just crazy twelve weeks. But yeah, then rolled from there. Just found a place, got the lease, pulled it apart with all the boys. Like all the boys came in, got some sledgehammers, ripped up half these. Like half this used to have like all offices and stuff. Ripped it down. One of the best mates' dads was a painter, so we spray painted ourselves and yes, just yeah. built it out from there. So, When you first started out, what was your main sort of idea of the gym? Like how, how did you envision it? <laughs> Crazy enough. Today. <laughs> yeah, today, today. Yeah. yeah. So today we were quite lucky. And I've been a big believer, man. Like taught this pretty early. Like connections is a big thing, especially in the fitness industry. Like yeah, yeah. networking connections. That's is like pretty- anything really. Like- yeah. Yeah. Who you know, like nowadays. Yeah, and I got a call yesterday morning from one of the boys I used to work with at Rugby WA. And he messaged me, he goes, hey bro, hope you're well. And I was like, oh God, something, something's, <laughs> something's up here, something's wrong. And then he goes, um, I want to hit you up to see if Orkham Blues could come use your gym to train. And I was like, uh, 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 uh. I FaceTime him and I was like, bro, holy yeah. crap. Like, That's cool. <laughs> yeah, literally. But going back to your question, that was the goal. Like I wanted to wanted to create a facility. I didn't, like, I didn't have, the, I didn't have the money at the start. I didn't have the, like, resources. Like, this has started very bare minimum, but I knew in the back of my mind, I know how big this can go. Yeah. And my big dream with this was, like, high-performance facility, but, like, 
like a hub where like high performance teams could fly in. We'd close the gym out. It's all theirs. They use it. Yeah. We could learn off them. That, but that's, yeah, that's pretty much, it was crazy enough. Like when I first, I was like, it's crazy, but that's how most things that I've had success in have started. Like I'm sure for you as well. Like, yeah, yeah. Starts as a thought. You're like, nah, it's not going to happen. But you And then you just it give there. it a crack and just. Yeah, we pretty much manifested this though. Like, <laughs> you know, it was like four or five weeks ago. I think we we're sitting on the couch at home and we we're like, man, the Auckland Blues are coming to Perth, play against Western Force. Like imagine if we got them to come train with us, you know, and. Next thing you know, yeah, I was like face something yesterday morning and said, it's happening. And I was just like, oh, this is it. This is, this is the start. That's so, crazy. Yeah. So, so how, Lewis, how did, how did you, you know, fit into all this? How did you uh, make your way into this uh, journey? Uh, <laughs> My best athlete. Yeah, yeah, I'm the best athlete. <laughs> um, Furthest from it. <laughs> uh, so, well, probably three, three and a half years ago, I met Isaac when he first moved over to WA um, at, at a rugby club. And... Um, I just said I needed some, some coaching. I needed to get fit. Like, kind of lost it all. It was terrible. But yeah. um, and then yeah, so I got, <laughs> I got with Isaac, started training and stuff. And then over the years, we just grew closer. And he taught, he opened this up. And next thing you know, form HQ's here. And like, I've been doing a lot of uh, videography and stuff for Isaac and taking some photos and stuff like that. So yeah, if you need some videography, you know, <laughs> work, hit up my man Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so yeah, today was obviously like a, a surreal experience having some crazy, crazy names in this gym. Yeah, literally. We, and like, I know Isaac's been like manifesting this day because like he's told me at the start, this is what he wanted to do. He wanted to have big names in this gym and like he didn't want this to be just a normal gym that any, anyone can train in. You know, obviously anyone can train in it, but like we wanted that, this to be the place where people come to when they come to Perth, so. Yeah, and I think too, like as you're saying, like you want this space to be like, obviously for the best that can come here. But one of my big things, and it was before I even got into SNC quite heavy, it was like <coughs> I had this belief because I've done a heavy amount of education. Like <coughs> those that yeah. know me directly know I've put a lot of money into my education. Yeah. And I've, over my first few years, I realised that you can literally take, it doesn't matter where you're starting from, to quite a high level if you've got the right resources, tools, connection, friendship, yeah. coaching, all that kind of process. So I wanted to create this facility, obviously working in, I worked in the Western Force Gym for a bit at the Rugby WA, like I wanted to create a high performance centre that anybody could come to yeah. and feel like they got that treatment where it's like you've got an SNC, you got people care, you got people that, like physios, all this kind of stuff that can come out and help you yeah. and help you get to that next level. And that know what they're doing. Especially, <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. And then it's like you'll have, yeah, you'll have the Auckland Blues come in and then younger kids will see that and be like, damn, like, that's the place that like those guys go to. Yeah. That's inspiring me. I want to now go and, and – because for some kids, they, they, they do. Like, they think they can just do it all themselves. Like, don't need SNC, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You get injuries, all that kind of thing. Like, it kind of boosts them up because a lot of the high-level players – and I was having some chats today. Like, they'll tell you that, like, recovery, like your gym, your nutrition, like, this is so important if you want to take it to the next level. So – it starts pushing that into them, and then we can start teaching these kids real early the basics and all the stuff we wish we knew. Yeah, back when we, were when we started. Athletes, yeah. Like, so yeah, it's yeah, it's like, and also this gym's not just for rugby athletes as well. So it's any high performance athletes that want to come and train. Yes, yeah, like basketball, soccer, whatever it may be. But this is the place. So with the obviously having the Auckland Blues in is a big achievement for you guys. What's What's probably the end goal for Performance HQ? Like, where do you guys see yourself in, say, I don't know, two to five years from now, if everything goes well? 3,000 square metres of blank space to work with. Yeah? Yeah. yeah so there's, there's a group, crew in, there's a bit more like body composition, but there's a gym in the US called Athlete. 
sure a lot of people kind of heard of it. And they, for the guy, like, I've always resonated with his drive and, like, who he was and what he was trying to do and, and also, like, linking up and bringing in op- and creating opportunities for people around you. Yeah. And, like, just bringing your friends in and your mates and having some fun and building something pretty crazy. So my big, our big goal with the whole Perform HQ would be, and I've said this for a while now, it's like literally like, we all know all the Revo gyms around Perth and all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff, exactly. like something that big, but like Performance Hub, you've got basketball courts, you've got physios, you've got massage rooms, you've got recovery rooms, you've got classrooms so we can do education, you've got a massive gym, you've got big sled tracks, you've got the whole works, but it's just this big hub where all the best go and it's just like high performance, humble, Education got top level guys are there that would help younger kids and yeah, like sweet. create this really cool like environment. environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I feel like the West don't have. Yeah. Yet, so yeah, that's the because I goal. think that's another thing as well. Um, the reason why um, you look at state teams, for example, besides AFL, a lot of other sports WA really lacks when they go uh, compete. You know, at a state level, and that's due to obviously having hubs like that over there already set yeah. up. Yeah. And even like, because we do the S strength and conditioning for Trinity Boys College. Yeah. So I have always had that thought process where I'm like, you look at the US model where you've got these kids that are learning to like Olympic lift when they're like year eight and year nine and stuff like that. And it's like, I walked into Trinity College, I think it was like the start of last year. We've been there 12 months now. <clears throat> and these boys were in year 12 and they didn't know how to move. Yeah. But they're like, they've got some talent. It's like, you imagine if we taught these kids how to move their body like year seven. Yeah. What could we create? Like how many injuries yeah. could we prevent? But also what caliber of performance athletes could we create and then how much could we push competition and how much could we push the entertainment side of sport yeah and really just build everything up and that's st- i feel like for me that the, the whole gym and all snc like it starts from a young age and yeah because you you notice as well uh kids gain especially in the sporting world like oh they hate training and yeah. Yeah. they hate on-field training but then they don't even realize they're missing out on gym training or like yeah. specialist training do you, I guess, I'll reverse nice question for you two boys. Like, do, do you feel like it's just because you didn't know why? Like, for you boys when you're going on, like, yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. know why the importance of S&C yeah. and stuff like that? You're like, yeah. oh, I just can't be bothered going Yeah, I don't need to, so why oh, are we yeah. doing it yeah, kind yeah, of like, thing? Oh, I've, been in, I've been playing sports for a, a while now, but I only learned about S&C when I met you. Yeah. You know, like, it's crazy that there's so much more to it than just going to training and playing sports. Like, mm. to be a high-level athlete, you're going to have to do a lot of different things and, like, as I'm glad I know it now. I just got to put it to work. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, going back to, um, I guess, the progression of perform, do you have any advice for people starting their own business? Like, It's, oh, there was a lot. There was a lot of lessons. I think that, that 12 weeks building the gym taught me a lot. It was just lots of little things. Like even just, I think same thing as telling kids to go learn their body when they're younger. Go learn about money when you're younger. Yeah. Like go learn about like leases and like, like, like all this accounting information all this kind of stuff yeah. like I'm getting to this point now where like I'm having to have like heavy consults with accountants and all this kind of stuff that I wish I did like years and years and years ago yeah. and learnt this stuff I feel like it's a bit cliche but like it'll fall into place if it's what you're meant to do and the passion and the drivers that you'll make it happen yeah. kind of thing and you've just got to back yourself it's like literally my mentor standing there and probably that's another one is having a mentor that's probably <laughs> yeah. a big one um, but like just having some people around you that back you and support you. Like, this guy here will every day hype me this, sh- like, so That's much. <laughs> Literally, like, will hype me so. Like, little Keithy, too, that was in before, like, little protege, like, he's the same. Like, just get some good energy people that believe in you. Like, 
when I first said I was going to open the gym, like a whole bunch of the UWA boys came down, like straight away, didn't say anything. They just started ripping walls down. What do we do? How can we help? Like, yeah, get a good support crew around you. And I'll, I'll always say this because I know performance is going to go quite big. And I'll always the whole way there say how grateful I am to the people around me because you will not do it on your own. <laughs> yeah, There's literally. No, no way. No. Especially if you're building an empire like this one, you know? Yeah. Like you got a yeah. big vision and then you need that support, that foundation. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. And just enjoy the ride. I said to him the other week, I was like, just while things go crazy, like just keep my feet on the ground. Yeah. I know, like it happens to everyone. And I've, I've seen so many people in my position that build big companies and it... it it gets quite horrific the way people, the person Adult they become. Yeah. yeah, and it's all these kind of things that gets to the head a little bit. Yeah, Like even today I was just sitting there just like, it's the blues, but like this wasn't me. Like there's a lot of people around me. Like yeah. it's, it's not yeah. Isaac, it's perform that yeah. did this as one big thing. So yeah, I think, yeah, biggest thing is get some good people around you. But you worked yeah. hard too. I don't know. Hide that fact that you didn't sleep for 12 weeks straight and, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was worth it though. Yeah, it's all worth it. Yeah. Last six months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, Who is the, I guess, um, dream athlete you want in perform? Like oh. who's, give give us a top three of your, uh, yeah, top three athletes you want in perform or would love to have in perform, to train. I'd love to see, like. Either Adesanya would be sick to be in here, you know, something that we don't really have in here, like a mixed martial artist. Um, to be, yeah, it's hard to pick, man, because there's so many out there that you'd love to have in here. Yeah, it's tough. You know? So, yeah, I actually couldn't. I, don't know, I feel like a couple of them we got ticked off today, like oh, 100%. Brody, Brody Barrett, Barrett, man. Yeah. Caleb, Caleb Clark throwing around some weight, like it's that dude is stupid like strong. <laughs> man, <laughs> like, yeah, like Rods and two of us are shake. Like, yeah, that's oh, crazy, yeah. man. See, like then again, like. Seeing him walk through the doors and perform was just like so surreal. I was like, man, this man is in the gym right now. Yeah, like you pinch know? me moment, you know? Yeah, yeah like 100%. Like we had, what, six, six all backs maybe? Yeah. Five all backs in the gym today. Yeah. Like, That's crazy. Which is wild. It's so. a cool thing. I think we were just chatting about it before. I'm sorry to sidetrack from the question, but like uh, the biggest thing, and I'm so grateful those boys came in, like just who they were as people. And that's my biggest thing is like, I want to be surrounded by really good people. Yeah, like genuine it. people, yeah. Yeah, and like yeah. these boys were coming in and just like humble, saying thank you a thousand times. Like we gave them a couple of towels and they were like, oh my God, like thank you. Like, yeah, and they cleaned the gym up, man. They didn't, they didn't let us touch anything. They were like, no, but yeah. they did it themselves, which is something crazy. I'm sure there's a lot of big athletes out there that'll go into someone's gym and train and like just leave, you know? Yeah. Because like, that's kind of, a, I think it's a good message to the younger boys too. Like that's, a big message is be a good human. Like yeah. I was chatting to one of the because co- I was lucky enough, lucky enough to go down on the field and get sidestepped by Caleb Clark a couple of times. But I just went down and helped. Out. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> went down and helped out, and we're having a good chat. Um, and we we're just saying like, yeah, just a big message to the younger athletes is just like be a be a good human before you be a good athlete. Yeah, yeah 100%. like it carries over. You don't realize how big of an influence you have on those around you. Like, but also how much further you go as an athlete when you are a good person. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's so. like anything really. Like you look, I don't really like talking about myself, but yeah, being a DJ, for example, or being, yeah. you know, someone of, I guess, high influence, you, you need to have that good, I guess, humble mentality, yeah, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And then that'll portray into whatever you do. So yeah. whether yeah. it's like being an athlete or, you know, being an you know, influencer, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it is. And we look at it from like a performance standpoint because – 
I think I just watching like watching the boys train on the field today, where it's like they don't let little things slip, and then they don't overhype the big things. Yeah, like yeah They keep exactly. their feet on the ground. Same thing as we before. Like they keep their feet on the ground. And it's just yeah. next job, next job, next job. Yeah. What I got to do next? <coughs> but then when you're on the field, you don't get carried away with the wins. And the mistakes, yeah. And the mistakes too, right? It keeps you... Don't like, get down on the mistakes. You can control your emotions. So, yeah. you, again, you, it's everything off the field that builds you on the field. So, yeah, I think that's a big one. Yeah. Sick. Oh, um, and an athlete, I'd thought of one that I'd love to get in here as an Aussie guy is um, Mitch Creek. Oh. That would be, that'd be wild. Right. He's, a, he's, he's an animal, like yeah, crazy. He's some tin and he's like a crazy athlete. So, that would be cool if, you know... Tenyel Tupo, for sure. Yeah. yeah that's another <laughs> I want to see him break some bars. Isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I gladly let him come here and break some bars. You know? so. Did you have um, any inspiration when you were, um, I guess, building Perform in the way it was coming about? At the start, not really. Especially from like WA standpoint. Yeah, I exactly. think that I think that was why I was just like, I saw a big gap there where we could help a lot of people. Yeah, especially moving over from Queensland. Yeah. And then just being exposed over there and then coming here. Yeah. It's like a big difference. Yeah, 100%. And then I think a couple of the things just like, biggest one was just being around like the Rugby WA, the Western Force, all those kind of guys and just looking at that high performance facility. Like that was the biggest, one of the biggest drivers. It was like, yeah, like, yeah, it was like really, really cool to see. Um, but outside of that, like you, you gotta gotta put out, take our hats off to like the guys over like e- over east, like Athletes Authority, like the boys over there doing some really good things, and um, even some guys in Melbourne, there's a couple places um, that are really just pushing the Aussie um, strength and conditioning side. But there's also that big piece where there's, and I've said this to a couple people, it's like there's a lot of really really good coaches that you don't know about because they're not on socials because they're yeah. working so hard off it, yeah. and yeah. you only hear their names through the grapevine of like. Like chatting to Phil today, the SNC of just like he'd be talking about the Waratahs SNC and this guy. And like you don't hear about these guys because they're just they're in there doing their thing. Yeah. So yeah. How did you find this place, by the way? Adrian. Aussie Park. Like, was this? So uh, I think in like Central. And I think that's I guess another business point is like same thing. Like you wanted to create a little bit of a central point. That's why we're quite close to the highway as well. Is like I wanted to create a place where people could chat. Like guys from June like could drive 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Get off train. the freeway, yeah. jump on and go. So you want to try and create this accessible point. Like, it's still a little bit out of the way, but... It's, mid- it's, mo- it's mostly in the middle for, like, what the people you're training anyway. Yeah, anyway, so. yeah. But it's also just... It just takes time to create that environment where it's, like, people will drive and go. Like, we got... i got a guy that drives up from Rockingham once a week. Yes, yeah, we got some people that come from Joondalup once a week. Like, we've got some people that will travel. We've got one guy from Mandra that comes up um, twice a week. We've got, yeah, we got Big Flash from Jero. Shout yeah, out Big Flash. <laughs> Yeah, that's killer. Yeah. So right now, are you working with any teams, um, like local local teams at the moment? Yeah. So still with the UWA rugby team, um, and I'll forever be thankful for them because it was literally them, like um, the manager Marty and Alex, the coach, who kind of pushed, like kicked me up with us and got me to do this. Um, but that is the other thing. Like we've got a big goal to get some more teams ourselves and coach it. Yeah, and I yeah, think exactly. it's It's a bit of muddy water. Like it's tough because you – trying to we've tried to link some things up with some nbl1 teams and stuff like that and we're slowly getting there but it's just get it's the same thing getting that buy-in like it's it's, it's hard to get buy-in obviously cash is a thing and a few other bits and pieces but yeah that's the goal is to get teams in here for certain time slots yeah. and um no matter what sport it is um yeah get them in here and just create that professional environment because we like 
I've chatted with so many teams and you hear about the potential of teams and it's like there's no S&C or if they do have S&C, it's like... It's limited to... Yeah, yeah or it's just not what they should be doing, like doing some pretty wacky conditioning like, stuff. Yeah, like, it's just like yeah. a standard coach that is doing S&C, not an S&C coach that's, you know, studied it all. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, kind of stuff. But it's one of those things too, and that would... It's a little... Um, little pl- bad... Not pl- bad plug, little slight plug for our little mentorship that we do, like... I found when I was coming through and I got stuck into the S&C world, there's not a lot of education out there. Yeah. There's, like, there's not a lot because the guys who are really good are in the high professional teams and they don't have time to hand out resources and information. Yeah. So that was the other thing. Like, we got the revenue of the athletes, but we we're trying to build this revenue of the coaches too where we want to try and hand out. And I don't know everything in the world. I'm, I'm trying my hardest to learn as much as I can. Yeah. But to try and grab all these resources and hand it down because the S&C world is quite confu- – when you get first get into it, it's like, yeah, you, anybody can – not anybody, but most people can PT and learn the weight side of things. Yeah. When you start learning like speed, change of direction, like loading, more specific, yeah, specific. tissue tolerance, like all these key little factors, like loading, long-term periodization, all these bits and pieces, like it gets, it's like holy crap, it gets quite overwhelming. So it's like it's tough for SNC coaches that are like really keen, and all they know is just like make people either spew or feel really tight. Yeah, and it's like that's probably yeah. not the way to go. Like <laughs> these, these, especially like you'll you'll see like especially like the basketball where like you watch um, even like the the like the Suns and stuff like that. Like they have a quite a unique approach to their stuff, and it's like you look at a lot of these athletes. Like they're such good athletes, you don't need to smash them. You just kind of need to keep them in one piece. Yeah, you need to guide them. You don't need to. Yeah, they're already yeah. the most perfect athlete in the world. Yeah. You don't have and then to. sometimes too much work can be bad. Exactly, hundred yeah. percent. And that's usually the issue that a lot of FNCs have. And, and it's sometimes you don't realise it because you'll overload someone in the gym and you might be doing something that might not be the best. And then, like, what usually happens with loading is you generally overload someone and you don't see the injury for a couple of weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. And it will happen on the field when you're not watching them and you'll be like, oh, just be, just be field stuff kind of thing. So, um, yeah, just, yeah. Keep it's just all lead up and then, how, again, going back to how Perform started, that having that foundation, that's just like training as well. Yeah, so 100%. So SNC yeah. is that foundation. Yeah. And I had a really good chat, with, again, with Phil, the SNC today, and he just like, we hammer the basics. We, like, he's like, I've done all the crazy stuff. I've done all the unique kind of hip lock drills and all the running gate stuff. And he's like, I've come back and I just do that. We do the basics and we do it really well. And we follow a pretty, like, he showed me all the models and stuff. That was really cool to learn, like. Um, but yeah, and I think I've had a chat with my little protege Keith, and I was just like, "That's probably the biggest takeaway from today is like, let's just keep it really simple, the athletes, but let's get them to do it really, really, really well, and keep keep them one piece and keep them <coughs> progressing forward really well." So That's sick. And just one more thing before we finish up, just introduce yourselves again and where you can find perform on the socials. Lost my drum. Perform HQ. On Instagram, perform S and C, and uh, yeah, pull up. I'll get a session in. <laughs> yeah, Isaac Davidson, but yeah, perform HQ. Before we have perform HQ, which is the gym, which is it. That's the company. Yes, yeah, and then we got perform SC, which kind of just showcases what our athletes do as well. Um, but yeah, we we run like a semi-private model. So we're sem- like Monday, Wednesday, Arvos when people usually aren't at sport, we've created like a little semi-private, like little professional environment. Yeah, sweet. Um, so yeah, we just kind of have some. PTs here and there, some like some um, little small group stuff, some online stuff, and then yeah, that's pretty much that's us. 
Yeah, sick. Thanks for taking the time, boys. Thanks for having Go us. Go check out Perform HQ on Instagram, Facebook, online, and check them out. Cheers again. Thanks for tuning in to Chats with Bodie. <laughs>